to Word First Radio. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill, and as always, I'm joined by my friend Cameron. Hey. And today, you guys are here with the entire Word First team. Yeah, there you go. What do you say? Hi. Hi. Motown, say hi. Hey. Yeah, let's say hi. What's up? What's up? Well, guys, uh, 2023 uh, was a crazy year, and we're so happy you guys are tuning in to listen to us t- again today. Um, but we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. Uh, we've heard from a lot of people at home, a lot of donors and a lot of family and friends that they've wanted to hear, not just from me and Cameron, but from the rest of the Word First team as well. Are you guys super happy about that, that people <laughs> want to hear what you have to say? Very excited. Been begging to be on this podcast. Just a lifelong <laughs> dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Strap in, guys. Okay. Uh, so first of all, I mean, so me and Cameron talk about uh, a lot about how we're doing, about what life is like out here, about what doing mission work is like out here. And, uh, you know, because we're married to most of the team. Yeah, not to uh, one another. No. There's to, a little bit of a pause between we're married. Yeah, it's, we're married to most of the team. Yeah. yeah. But not uh, to each other. That's true. This is not a sister wife scenario. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Or a brother wife uh, scenario. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but uh, and because we're married to most of the team, like I've been trying to say, uh, is we often tell people how, you know, everyone else is doing. But we wanted to give you guys the greatly coveted opportunity to communicate to our donors how you guys are doing right now in the field. So what's been going on, guys? It's been two and a half years-ish. How have you guys been doing? Um, I think it's been a good year. I have kept my children alive for another year, That's which always is a win. I think a big, very big win for me. And I think that they seem to be thriving. And, you know, I think um, all in all, looking back at 2023, it, it was a successful one. Yeah, nice, really cool. But I mean, so but just in general, like you know, in the last like couple of years, like mm-hmm. how, Norway's been good to you. You've been doing good. Yeah, I think it's been different than I could have expected. But mm-hmm. I didn't think a lot going into it what it should be like. So sure, there have been a lot of surprises and things that I didn't expect to like that I do like, mm-hmm. and things that I didn't expect to like that I still don't like. (laughs) (laughs) I can see all the snow outside right now. And I had never really been in the snow. Like I've been to the snow once, I think, Mm -hmm. before I came to Norway. And now it's literally my everyday like struggle. And I mean, it's beautiful for sure, but it's it's a lot to deal with. Does somebody <laughs> want to talk about how cold it is right now? I was just uh, going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how cold is it? Um, while we're recording, it is currently minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit, and it feels like minus 17 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yes. Um, It'd be real cold. I don't know so about y'all. It'd be real this cold. This is definitely the coldest weather that I have experienced. Oh, yeah. This is not meant for human life. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's literally twice as cold as it was last night, and uh, yeah. me and Motown were out last night celebrating an anniversary, and we were like, dang, she cold. And yeah, uh, yeah and but she was. And we she woke was. up today, literally, you know, 10 degrees colder uh, Celsius. Actually. I did not know yeah. how I was going to dress differently than I did mm. yesterday. Because I'm yes. like, I can't fit any more layers on. <laughs> like, I literally could not right. move to get my boots off at Barnhaga yesterday. Yeah. And then today, I I just, I don't know. I 
I wrapped up my scarf even tighter and set out mm. this morning and hoped for the best. And <laughs> it felt it, like it was just as cold as yesterday, yeah. but I could feel my like snot freezing. So yeah. that was the extra yeah. oh, little... A little. Mm. Well, yeah. I hope you guys appreciate that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We, it's, this is the coldest it's been for us Easily. since we've since we've lived yeah. here. By yeah, by kind of a bunch. Mm. It's been a cold winter so far, and we got a whole bunch of snow that so far this year hasn't like melted and turned to ice yet. So we got a bunch of snow, which you know, once you move it out of the way, it's not so bad. But when it's in your way, it's really rough. Mm. And uh, the temperature, goodness gracious! But I don't notice that too when I'm outside. Mm. I don't know about my snot necessarily, but you know, like. It feels like your nose is running, but it's not. It's just the moisture from your nose condenses when it hits your the, my mustache hair and then turns to ice, which is nice. And then mm. that's, yeah, it's a new, exp- we are from Southern California. Yeah. This is a totally new experience for us. Yep. Celia's already broken two sleds this winter. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. She'd be crazy. <laughs> I didn't know about two of them. Yeah, yesterday one yeah. broke. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I say it job. broke. That like, means she's a, yeah, it just broke. <laughs> it just yeah. broke. <laughs> nice. No, she is. That's kind of how she, she explained it. She yeah. likes that's, to, what was, uh, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> she likes to play in the snow for yeah. sure. The kids are doing okay though. They love it, and mm-hmm. I think the thing that is best about this particular winter mm-hmm. is that Taya loves it this yeah. year. Yes, that's right. He did not love it 2021. She did not love it 2022. <laughs> but I think she's like capable enough now yeah, on her own exactly. two feet that she's she seems really totally unaffected she walks yeah. she's got her snow clothes on and she walks around like this is just a normal thing that people yeah, do mm-hmm. for sure and to see her playing like playing in the snow and sledding and like just no- knowing like having her snow feet i guess like yeah. not her sea legs but her snow feet i don't know it's been it's been really cool to see and much be- <laughs> much better than previous winters having to force her into the layers and all of that and she seems to be like mm-hmm. I don't know, excited to go outside now, yeah. Yeah. which was not the case before. Right. Mm. But that's, that's like super, super cool that yeah. uh, even if kids hate the cold as much or if, if not more than us, uh, they don't complain about it on podcasts like we do. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> true. that is, uh, that is good to hear. Very flexible mm. children. Awesome. Most of the time, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. Cool. All right. Who else? Motown. What's. What has life been like for you out here? I, I, I'm tired of people just hearing it from me, <laughs> how, how we're doing. I, I'm not but, tired of people hearing it from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah um, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a bit of a rougher transition for me, I feel like. I was a bit homesick for a while, but I feel, I feel nested here and... I mean, I'm not used to the cold. This California girl is still shivering. Um, yes, that's <laughs> I don't true. think I'll ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we started. Uh, One of my earliest memories of of you in high school was when we went to Camp Pondo. I think you were no, no, you're fine. I think you were like 16 or something like that. And I was yeah, we were both 16. And Pondo, it was snowing in the winter, and you that was were the just first time I saw snow. Yeah, and it, you were just like, oh my gosh, you had this childlike wonder. It was so beautiful and magical. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you were there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, is that childlike magic wonder still uh, still around these days with the snow? Or? Uh, I'd say the <laughs> my rose colored glasses are all frosted up. Um, are they? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I think I've transitioned well and. Um, you know, we've started our last year of school. Um, mm. That's been um, exciting. I'm I'm ready to be finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I uh, 
growing up, never really imagined myself going to college for a, and getting a degree or anything like that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm pleasantly surprised yeah, <laughs> with myself with that. Um, and this mm-hmm. year, we all or this last year, we celebrated two years being here, which have gone by extremely quickly. Mm. Quickly, sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't... Yeah, but doing good all around. I just wanted people to know. I didn't. I needed to finally just get the word out. I'm, good, good. I'm, I'm cold. I don't really want to talk about the cold anymore. Though. Yeah, you're fine. Nope, totally understand. Absolutely. But good to hear all around. You're doing good. Alan, what's it been like for you out here, man? You doing good? Yeah. I mean, overall, it's been, like I'm sure the others have already said, uh, definitely a transition. Mm-hmm. Um Alan doesn't have a spouse that's been on the podcast talking about it. So not yet. Not yet. yet. (laughs) One day. So we got to get the, hear it right from the horse's mouth. Yeah. It's the weather is definitely a transition. And the, the, my favorite part of winter is when spring comes Mm -hmm. and the snow melts because, (laughs) um, (laughs) well, that you can, we can ride scooters again, but also for the people that do not live in Norway, you completely have to change the way you walk in the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't walk like a normal person or else mm-hmm. you are going to slip and fall. Um, and I think all of us have experienced yep. sub slip mm-hmm. and fall in the yep. ice. Yep. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> especially with this cold, it gets to the point where the snow freezes mm-hmm. and turns to ice and makes it just even worse. So that's right. that was super bad last year. Oh yeah. Was oh, so our temperature, times. the temperature outside kept straddling the freezing temperature. So it would freeze at night and then warm up just above freezing at the day and like melt whatever mm-hmm. ice or snow we had, uh, snow or ice the we snow, had. Then it would yeah. freeze again at night and just we had this really nice, thick, polished mm-hmm. ice surface all last year. That was rough. It's, it's, evil. it's beautiful to look at. I wore my spikes at. a ton, but yeah. Not, yeah. I haven't yet this yet. year. Well, it's beautiful to look at. Then you realize I have to walk on this and um, uh, that's where the spikes come in, yeah. with, as Wit just mentioned. Yeah, yeah the spikes yeah. are, so we put these, uh, they're spikes. They're like cleats. They're like, uh, yeah, like a, they're these rubber cleats. Strap on cleats. That you strap onto the bottom of your shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you don't slip and die because we don't know how to walk like Norwegians. Yeah. I'm adapting. This is the first oh. year I haven't bought them. And yeah, I haven't fallen true. yet, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just jinxed myself. Um, I see the girls. They like run. They walk crazy. I'm like, what do you do? How do you not fall all the time? And they're just like, I don't know. We're just, it's the same answer to how do you know how to speak Norwegian already? They're like, we just do it. What's wrong with you old people? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I feel like it's been a good year for all of us. Um, I don't know about the others, but for me, I feel like it's the year that we've kind of really settled in. Um, kind of found our groundings and like our being our own selves here. We've made new friends, um, and we've gotten into the different routines and rhythms of Norway. Yeah. So it's been, uh, really nice to experience something new other than the United States. And, um, I'm continuing to look forward to the rest of 2024. Yeah. Really, really cool. So before we talk about the rest of 2024, uh, because there's so much we could talk about already, guys. It's been five days. Um, let's talk about our 2023 so far. So we just had another year of ministry here. Um, it's kind of crazy. It feels like just yesterday we were celebrating our two-year anniversary here. And we've actually been here for like almost two and a half years now, mm-hmm. which is it's starting to fly by. But uh, 2023 uh, was kind of a wild year. Uh, it was a fun year. There was lots of changes going on. But how was the year? What are some of your Personal highlights, ministry highlights. Well, how, how was that year for us? 
Um, I think for me in 2023, I learned about the importance of hospitality to Mm -hmm. the mission. Mm -hmm. Um, We host something called Family Breakfast, which I think has probably been talked about on the podcast. Yeah, but why don't you just, can you recap what that is? Sure. So basically, um, a couple months into 2023, we decided that we wanted to open our home to um, Christians that we've met in Oslo and just try to like have another touch point, I guess, for um, people who might not know each other, who go to different churches or like are different, maybe different um, with different groups in the city mm-hmm. um, to get to know one another, to meet one another if they've, if they've never met before and stuff like that. And it has grown through 2023 um, so much, especially after Skeptics Week, which I'm sure will come up at some point today. Um, we've had like, We've had so many new friends join us, and it's just so wonderful to have people um, that are Christians in our home on Saturday mornings, and the girls get to, like, meet new people and also have, yeah, I guess, like, aunts and uncles, sort of, (laughs) that come in and out from week to week um, that are also believers, and we'll sit in our living room and do worship together and pray together and read the Bible together, and they get to see that, and it's just uh, normal for for them to be a part of. So um, it's been really, really cool, and I'm not one who in the States was opening my home a lot. It just was not, I don't know, I was really busy with other things and it wasn't really a priority, but I can absolutely see how God has used um, the gifts that he's given us, this home with this like open floor plan and all these chairs and <laughs> sort <laughs> of, right. I don't know, the, the logistics, yeah, yeah. like the the tangible things mm-hmm. um, as um, along with the, I don't know, openness, I guess, of our home and family and schedule and all of that. So um, I think he's really blessed that. And it's been, mm-hmm. like I said before, really, really cool to um, to meet new people yeah. and to help it's, them to meet each other and all that. It's grown quite a little bit, right? Since like the inception of it. So originally what it was, is was uh, an idea we came up with uh, early, like moving to Norway early on. Mm-hmm. It was an idea for just all of us to get together right. like on Saturday mornings and hang out. And now that we've opened up to a lot of people, what would you say, like, how, what's like the most we've had here? I think a, we had 17 okay. in our house one time. Yeah, right. And yeah. That, that was the week that you guys were gone too. Yeah. So Jacob and I were gone. Yeah. Even a lower oh, What were we doing? Right. We were doing worship weekends. Ah, uh, we were doing worship we're doing, weekend. We'll talk about that. It could have been bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven, gosh. And I think what's interesting to me about the growth is we didn't, we didn't plan for it too. We didn't expect it to. We didn't mm-hmm. design it as a group really to grow, except just by like Christians that we meet that we, want to have regular connection with mm-hmm. like Whitney said like our girls get to see Christians getting together and worship together and prayer and Bible study just being a normal part of lives mm-hmm. even among people who are part of different churches um, but that was really what we intended to do we never expected and never invited people to start inviting friends mm-hmm. and then they did so week after yeah. week new new people who we didn't know or maybe we'd run into them but didn't expect to show up there's a new face that we didn't know it was going to be there and I think that took it definitely took me by surprise but it's such a beautiful surprise. Like, okay, wonderful. You know, we, most mo- most Saturdays we make a pretty simple Norwegian-style breakfast. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we can get more bread and cheese and coffee, and this is great. And uh, and it's really lovely. And the people who are participating 
I think it's interesting that they're international. So not all of them are, most of them are Norwegian, Mm -hmm. but some of them aren't, or some of them are like first generation Norwegians. And so having that perspective is really great, but also it seems to be a blessing to them. Like they're so thankful that there's an opportunity to just for Christians to get together. And, and we call it family breakfast. It's kind of, um, it's kind of informal, but we'll sing together and we'll pray together and we'll study the scriptures together. And that is a life-giving thing for them to do. And we're learning how beautiful and life-giving it is to be the ones who host it and have it happen in our home and to be hospitable and to serve others. It's been, uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's been really awesome. I've just really loved how it's kind of started to become its own thing. And, you know, the words kind of been getting out about it amongst the, uh, young adult Christian community here. That's been pretty cool. And we've gotten to meet some really awesome people. Some people who I'm not going to put anyone on the hook for anything, but some people who may or may not be interested in planning a church with us at a future date, which yeah. has been interesting. I'm not, again, uh, so kind of the whole deal is like, we haven't, uh, not everybody who comes to breakfast is um, committing to planning with us. That's absolutely been made clear. But some people, you know, have been proactive and reached out to us and been like, Hey, why don't you tell me more about your church plan? And we'll talk more about that detail at a later time, but that's been cool is yeah. interest around the church plan has been yeah, yeah. generated and stuff like that. Very cool. Wait, anything else you wanted to mention just right now? Um, or Yeah. So I think something else from 2023 that sticks out is um, like the combining of m- gifts and talents with opportunities that already exist. I've figured out I'm not the most entrepreneurial gal, um, but our church had something called a backyard or a bakgården um, that they hosted down in Grenland, and it's playing with kids. And I haven't been on here before, so maybe people don't know. Um, I was a teacher in California, and I've been really missing the opportunity to interact with young people besides my own that live in this house with me. <laughs> yes. um, the ones that spit all over the bathroom yes. mirror. <laughs> oh Sorry. Um, so that was such a blessing to me in 2023. Um, the ability to just have a, a group of kids who want to come and play and, and um, have fun together. And it's not necessarily a, like we're not necessarily talking to them about, Christian things or the Bible or anything, mm-hmm. but I had kids ask about my tattoo and, yeah. uh, or I have a couple, but they're like, what is that? You know, and I got to practice my Norwegian because yes, there are fun. some of the little ones who don't speak any English. It's all just mm-hmm. Norwegian. So that was a, a great challenge, but also, yeah, just to my original point, like I can see how God sets us up like that with mm-hmm. things that we're already good at or like to do and that can be ministry opportunities as well so Mm -hmm. when those kind of things come together it's just like i think it brings Mm -hmm. um really great joy i know it does to me yeah me too it's always fun when that gets to happen very cool uh who else who wants to go next um i will i think um one of my highlights from this year was traveling to um a little town what besides Stavanger, okay. um, Schillingstad, our, yes. our good friend, um, Lisa, mm-hmm. let us, uh, borrow her family farm, <laughs> yeah. yes. which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we went early August, yeah. right. Yeah, August. As you know, mm-hmm. we still had the sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was something out of the, the movies. It was like, a 
the sound of music. Like if you could mm. imagine being there, we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we went to, um, just be together and to plan our church planting. And I think we yeah. got a lot of work done. And I think we also just grew together. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's only <laughs> so much you can do when you're alone in a house for five days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, uh, participated in skeptics week this year. Yes. Yeah, um, again, that was yeah. really fun to be a part of in Oslo. Cause, mm-hmm. um, I'm used to just doing it in Bergen, um, right. which ooh, ooh, we're going in a few weeks. We're going in a few weeks. Yeah. We'll talk um, about that. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't able to participate last mm-hmm. year because, um, we had classes that week. So right. this was my first year to be back in with skeptics week and Alan and I make a mean waffle. So, um, <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That keep was... the skeptics coming. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. So those some of your highlights for the, from the last year, right? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I talked about school. That's probably one of the biggest for me is sure. just entering my last year of school. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We all, uh, the three uh, students, which is me, Motan and Alan have actually uh, been assigned and have started on our bachelor's thesis which as soon as I mentioned Ooh. that, everyone's like, you write a thesis for a bachelor's degree? And I'm like, I guess not normally, but we do here, apparently. And so that is uh, something we're all working on and probably something we'll talk about later um, on a different episode, maybe. But uh, we're all working on that and researching. And uh, actually, it's yeah, it's 2024 right now. We mm-hmm. should start we'll writing it. We'll be done it. in about yeah, five yeah. months. In yeah. Five, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, really, really cool. But good year, 2023. Great year. Yeah, very cool. All right. Well, who's up next? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Um, we've had a lot of experience, or not experiences, but opportunities as ministry as ministry this year. Um, and one of those I would like to mention is something that we were invited to, to serve mm-hmm. again, actually, at, is something called Hope for Oslo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Myself and Cam had the opportunity to serve last year, and um, I was reinvited to serve again this year, um, helping with the, all of the, the tech, so um, slides for worship and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, or it's, the event is led by an organization called Steiger. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually based out of Germany, but they're a worldwide organization that specifically focuses on young adults. And... What it was is uh, just a week full of evangelism mm-hmm. and worship. So e- each night they had worship. Um, multiple people came along, worship, and then they had one of the leaders or a guest speaker come and speak mm-hmm. for a little while. And then at the end, we would mm-hmm. all go out in groups and uh, evangelize downtown to other people, um, yeah. which was I thought it was a pretty interesting event. Um and it's a great opportunity. We met a lot of people. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you guys like well, to say mention on that? When, remind me, what time of year was that around again? I totally forgot. Oh, gosh. That's it, was, um, it was in... I don't even June? remember. Did we all just forget? We'll it just, couldn't have been in June. We'll call it June. We'll call, okay. Do no, you need me to go get my calendar? <laughs> yeah, just kidding. It could have been in June. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a warmer time. It wasn't yeah. but no snow, no... That's a very no narrow window, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how we remember things here. So, it, like, Was the sun out or not? Was it white outside <laughs> the time or no? goes really fast. But the days, we, like you remember by what temperature was it and how long was it light for? And that kind of triangulates you 
to where about the sun went down by four. Okay, yeah. we know exactly what day. That's was. right. That's right. <laughs> Okay, yeah, but I mean, Hope Frosta was really cool. Alan's sh- selling himself a little short. I mean, Alan was instrumental in making all of their tech stuff happen, is what he really means when he says, I was just there to help out. But uh, yeah, they asked him back. He's the only one they asked back. They actually said, can you please tell that other kid not to come? <laughs> I think they were talking about me. Well, last uh, year, yeah. Alan, I don't even think... I don't even think you officially were sort of working the thing last year. I think we just sort of showed up to help. And then you were so helpful and so good at all that stuff. Because the speakers, I mean, this is really common um, when you're doing tech for people who are speaking. They kind of don't have any idea how the tech works. So they ju- they show up and ask you for, th- can you make these things happen? And the things they're asking for, don't. usually they seem really reasonable. But sometimes they're really difficult to pull off. And Alan was pulling stuff off, like, in the moment. Like, hey, could we get some background music? And uh, like what yeah yeah just can we just do some ba-? and anyways he's like i don't work here i don't know what and he made it happen and so he was so good at it last year that like we need this guy back to uh to make it happen again this year yeah. he definitely did yeah super fun we had a lot of fun i remember one of the guys who uh was leading one of the evangelism groups is actually someone i've known for a couple of years out here but uh we go out and we're we're taking uh different uh thought experiments and things we could do to break the ice with people to share the gospel with them and uh, this guy, he's leading the charge. His name's Michael. If he's listening, he's probably not. But yeah, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> hi, Michael. You never know. Um, and so he we, he goes out, and the police are here. They're at Stuhlsalen, which is where is which is a uh, auditorium slash church that we were meeting at to be sent out to go evangelize. And the police are there, like already first thing. And so he goes out, and the police. Uh, Michael is the first one who meets them, and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" And Michael, just like without hesitation, was just like, oh, we're going to the National Territory sh- to uh, share the gospel about Jesus Christ. And the police were like, okay, they're going to go share the gospel. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool, uh, seeing uh, the boldness and the eagerness and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, what else What else was going on this year, Alan? Yeah, actually, just to add a little bit more. So it was in May. I figured that out. <laughs> it was in May. Early May. Early so, May. Yeah. Gotcha. So still very light out. Um, it snowed the first day of May, though. It absolutely it did. did. Yeah. It snowed on May 1st. <laughs> oh, it did. Yeah, it did. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, it was a rough last winter. <laughs> but this, yeah. Um, and actually, so we've incorporated some of the tools that they've had in our family breakfast evenings. Right now, we've kind of um, taken a little bit of a break uh, for it because of the winter. But we we had opportunities to actually do the same thing that we've incorporated within to our family breakfast. Yeah. Because um, they have really good and useful tools for they evangelism. Do. So it's been really good to learn a little bit from them as well. And yeah. Not just- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had a team come uh, at the end of May uh, and they came and did some evangelism with us. Uh, and that was, we, we integrated some of the uh, creative tools that uh, Steiger has come up with. A lot mm-hmm. of them are really cool. I think one of the ones we use the most uh, that we actually found, the feedback we got from the team that came with us was, uh, that came out here to us, was that this worked a lot better than I thought it would, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is always good feedback. Uh, and I'm happy that it's working. But it's a creative tool. We just have a chalkboard. And at the top of the chalkboard, we write message to the world. And we hand people a piece of chalk. And they say, if you have a message to the world, what would it be? And they can write anything they want. Some people give funny answers. Some people give uh, serious answers. Some people give vulgar, like disgusting answers. Mm -hmm. But whatever they write down uh, kind of gives you a little something to go off of as far as where they're coming from, what their worldview is. 
And then whatever their worldview is, the gospel can just, you know, intersect with that at any point. So that's just one of the creative yeah. tools Steiger came up with. Yeah. But uh, what, uh, what else was going on? Yeah, we also had an opportunity, or actually were invited to go to a leadership conference in mm-hmm. Bergen uh, called The Scent. Um, that's, it was more of a home church thing, but we mm-hmm. al- also had the opportunity to go because we came to Norway as church planters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gained a lot of information from them, from different pastors and um, leaders and experts on church planting and yeah. within Norway specifically. Uh, it was all in Norwegian, so it was a pretty difficult for us to keep um, up Norwegian with. in Bergen. In Bergen. That, which, uh, yeah. that, that conference was, was so, like, so life-giving and so exhausting. Yes. Yeah. And we could have, like, listen, we could have gone to the table where they were translating for us, but we all decided uh, just to listen uh, as hard as we could in Norwegian. Yeah. And our listeners, we've talked about this before, there are dialects in Norwegian. And we are in Oslo, which is sort of the paradigm of one family of dialects. And then mm-hmm. we're in Bergen, which is sort of the paradigm of the main other family of dialects. So it was way, way different than right. what we're used to listening to. We had to, oh man. Listen. All of the written text, like on street signs, is all mm-hmm. written in that dialect. And it's, it's. Uh, I mean, you can, uh, let's just say I'm better at reading it than I am at speaking it. Yeah. Because speaking it is a nightmare. Um, I think that one of the speakers like never set like 10 feet out of, out of Bergen or something yeah. like that. Oh, wow. oh and, and, yeah. and even Norwegians will say that they don't understand people from, yeah. um, from Bergen. So it's, it's coming, it's pretty much, they might as well be speaking a different language. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke I've been making is that it's not, <laughs> <laughs> is that it's not Norwegian. It's Bergen. Norwegian. Like they that. asked me very often, how's language learning coming? And I was just going pretty well, but you know, when you learn Norwegian, you have to learn 200 languages and they all know exactly what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. that's pretty tough. And they've sort of, they swim in the water they were born in so that, it, yeah. so they know it's a thing, but they're used to it and they're good at it. But as foreigners, when you show up and you are learning to speak Norwegian in Oslo, then you go to Bergen and it's, it's a different thing. It's close enough. You can tell they're related. Right. But it's kind of like the cousin who talks funny. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, that's a lot, it's a lot of, because the pronunciation is different. The words are different. Mm-hmm. The accent is different. The cadence and the, it's all, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I've, be, uh, forgive me, I've belabored that point. But that was just, yeah, those were long yeah. days filled with wonderful information about church planting and how that's going and what's happened in the last 10 years and projections for the next 10 years. And to be with people who are invested in and excited about church planting. But as in Bergen with a lot of speakers who were, native bergeners are there around at least to our and to our foreign ears Oof. yeah it was definitely a little was rough. rough um but even at that event we we found opportunities to serve cam had the opportunity to pray for norwegians yeah in in norwegian while we were doing worship as well or not we were doing worship but while mm-hmm. they were leading worship so mm-hmm. that was um really awesome as well and just a lot of amazing speakers that had a lot of really interesting things mm-hmm. to talk about so yeah um that pretty much i would say sure. yeah is were my highlights for the year yeah really cool that that's that's super awesome i love that you get the i love that you keep getting invited to do tech stuff at like really awesome churches and events here that's like super 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 cool um because i can't do that stuff or i won't at least cam yeah what about you there's not much to say that we haven't that hasn't really been said i could go into more detail but i don't know that anyone cares to just hear more detail about the same stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this year, I mean, we had, this year was full. And I think as the one who's, I, I sort of have a leadership role in the mission here. 
And so from that perspective, I would say this year was categorized by um, doing lots of things and learning how to narrow our focus on what God sent us here to do. So we're still in a phase of the mission that uh, missionaries call entry. That's what I was going to say. Like, we're entry. You guys have been there for two and a half years. What the heck? Yeah. Um, but entry really is learning the culture and oh gosh, I don't want to do. We've talked about entry. It has an end point and it really never ends. That's right. Yeah. But we're at a place where it's like we we don't know what are the actual things we should do. So we know what God sent us here to do, and we've been uh, clear about that and what the mission looks like. Uh, since since before we came. But then what does that look like when you get here? Like if you're going to plant a church among Norwegians, what does that mean? And the answer is going to be different if you're Americans are going to plant a church among Indonesians or among Ethiopians or among the British. So what does that actually look like? And so there's a plenty of having to uh, trial and error. We try things. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of community building, which is what I think, especially the second half of 2023, Mm -hmm. we've spent a lot of focus on. That ball has just been like charging forward. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. And our our means, our method of church planting is Mm -hmm. grows out of community. And so God continues to present us opportunities to do that. So uh, it's not necessarily networking, like we're not handing out business cards to people, mm. but meeting people that we have chemistry with and who share our vision and who are um, want to come along with us on the mission. That's happening more and more, mm-hmm. but also just making Norwegian uh, Christian friends and becoming yeah. part of the Christian community here. So I think we've grown a lot, um, especially the second half of 2023, as far as that goes. And then also, Mm. like I said, narrowing our focus. Okay, so what are we doing as a church planting effort? So we've just finished out 2023 and have essentially wrapped up all of our ministry responsibilities with home church. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, both Motown and Alan talked about the getaway that we had as a ministry um, to Schillingstad Mm -hmm. in the summer. And... The point of that was to sort of develop our plan moving forward and then present that to our church. And we did present that to our church, which we talked about in the last podcast. And so the commitment was, okay, we want you guys to start making progress in church planting. We recognize that the amount of ministry responsibility you have in the church, like we want to transition you out of doing things for the church service and into efforts that will advance the mission of church planting. So we've just, to say we've started, like we've, like we've just walked through the open gate, if you know what I mean. So we still got some technical stuff to work through and Alan and I have to, especially Alan have to replace uh, the tech tech team, which to this Mm -hmm. point was Alan and I tag along sometimes, Uh, but our church is getting a new building and new tech stuff, which is really wonderful. That's exciting. But now we've sort of not just been given permission, but like we've passed the milestone. We've passed the checkpoint where now our efforts um, can be focused on the church planting initiative. In the beginning of the year, we suffered a loss that we didn't expect. So the the Fagans, as you guys know, they went back to California. And that was unexpected, but God has really caused um, good stuff to grow from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how learning how to how to deal with uh how to deal with that or how to respond to that. And also where like how to be better community with one another and sort mm-hmm. of re-understanding what the mission looks like going forward with fewer of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's been, I think overall has been really good. So I definitely don't want to, be, don't want to belabor the point, but that happened just before the summer. And then we've had the rest of the year then to sort of hopefully listen to the spirit and learn lessons that came out of that, uh, that whole thing happening. So, uh, so when you say what happened last year, like you did, <laughs> like you asked mm-hmm. me, what yeah, is 2023 yeah. like? <laughs> yeah. I think, reimagining, reunderstanding our community, 
focusing our efforts so it's not just uh, we're not just spending a bunch of energy going in all directions but deliberate energy in a certain direction and sort of focusing our labors on church planting in 2024 um and all of that is wrapped up into all the stuff we did last year so some of it is obvious uh some of it obviously relates to the mission that we're on is sometimes it's like well how does alan being the tech guy at stuhlschalm how does that uh Mm. What does that have to do with church planting? And it's like, well, it does. And here's why. And, <laughs> yeah. and we're becoming part of the Christian community and that's bearing fruit. So all of that's to say, I'm very eager at the beginning of 2024 to imagine what the rest of the year holds. Of course, we don't want to go ahead of or beside God. We want to let the Holy Spirit lead and follow him as close as we can. But of course, that entails work for us. Mm. And I think that we're getting our arms around and our energy aimed at specifically what that work looks like for the next year. Yeah, super cool, guys. Well, I think uh, I think all of this kind of lived up to my uh, qualification at the very beginning of this, which is what a wild year, what a <laughs> wild ride. Um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, gosh, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for sharing all of your highlights and things like that. So uh, to close this out, looking forward, twenty twenty four. Whoop whoop. What is? Uh, I mean, it's been pretty great so far, right? I mean, besides it being cold, but that's uh, yeah. pretty great. It's been five days, and it's been so cold. <laughs> yes, but it's been a good five days, uh, right? I mean, yeah. apparently, yes. So, uh, how? What can people expect going forward? What can we try to expect? I mean, it's so. Uh, kind of like you said, I mean, it's like we just walked through the freshly opened gate yeah. um, and the possibilities are endless. I think one of the things that's really exciting to talk about when you talk about how um, us kind of refocusing on, you know, what community means for us and what it's like to be a community. Uh, I think just to give a quick example of some of the fruit that's already been born out of um, that practice from us is uh, something I didn't expect, which was Norwegian Christians reaching out to us and being like, Hey, so this church planning thing, what's up with that? Yeah. And being like, let's go to lunch. Let's go to coffee. I want to talk about it. I expected, uh, to be frank, us to do that. Like I expected us to see Norwegians we were friends with and connected really well with and us call them and take them to lunch. But it's been really cool seeing Norwegians on their own get excited about that and taking that step to reach out to us, which has happened yeah. multiple times. I can think off the top of my head at least three times uh, that someone has invited me uh, and Marissa out to lunch to talk to us about what we're doing, and they've expressed interest in, in joining us. Yeah, I think maybe one of the things that characterizes us so far is maybe we've been a little timid and unimaginative, mm -hmm. but I think it's because we're being sensitive to not being the Americans who show up with big, heavy boots on to save the world. Um, and so we've been, a, we've been a little bit reserved, and God, who just keeps proving how like gently and lovingly he guides us, gives us pokes from time to time to, to remind us he's still in this and that he sent us on a mission and that it's our responsibility. That we should have, um, we should have faith and courage and boldness in carrying out the mission that he sent us on. Um, even when we are overly timid or, or, um, when we lack that amount of courage. And so that's just another example of that for me. So those are always, that's always encouraging stuff to hear. Like, Hey, you guys, you guys are planning a church. Like, what does that mm -hmm. look like? And how is it, how is it different? And that sounds like something that I want to be a part of is, uh, is really, that's exciting. I mean, it remains to be seen who comes with us and mm -hmm. who doesn't. That's what we're, that's what we're working on. But yeah, hearing people who are interested, because I think we had an expectation that we would be met with um, skepticism and doubt Mm -hmm. uh, you can't do that or you can't do that that way or, or whatever. But 
we've already found the few, thanks to God's intervention, we've found a few who are excited by the same idea that we have. It reminds yeah. us that God is in this, that we're uh, clearer about his vision than we think we are sometimes, and that he's in- inviting us to make progress mm-hmm. even when maybe we would be we'd be standing on our heels. Yeah, very cool. Um, what else? What, what else is coming up the next couple of weeks that people can be praying us for, praying for us for, or that they can expect to see on social media? Yeah, in a month we're going to Skepsisukai in Bergen, which we are so excited about. Like we've lived here; this is our third one we've had the opportunity to go to, and the first one we're actually going yeah. to be able to go to. And it feels so silly. We like are, we're so in love with that event and those people. Mm. It's such an it's an important part of our story and how God sort of plucked us all up for the mission. And we have a really tender place in our heart for the event and all the people involved. And we're so excited to get to Norway. Like, yes, we live in Norway. We could do this every year. (laughs) And we haven't been able to go because there's been school or other stuff. But this year uh, we can afford it. We've put it in the budget. We know what the school schedules look like. We've booked the Airbnb. So for the first time since moving here, we get to go be a part of that event that uh, we're so excited to do in the first place. So that's super amazing. What else are you thinking of, Jake? Uh, I was thinking of that. Oh, okay. So thanks for stealing my lines. Um, no, you're fine. You looked at me and asked me the I question. I told you to do it. Oh, okay. my gosh. I think one thing that we could use prayer for within the next few weeks is we're starting school back up again. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's our last semester. And I don't want that flame to die out before it's over. So um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just that we, we don't get finish, senioritis. We yeah. finish well, finish hard. And then we finish. And then we finish. <laughs> well, let me, I'm going to thank you for mentioning that Motown. So that that's actually, as you guys are praying, also pray for us as a whole team. There's sort of this natural ending of a cycle that happens at the end of the summer this year. So uh, Whitney and I and our girls, our term with the IMB comes to an end. That's mm-hmm. complete. And then Jacob and Motown and Alan, their schooling comes to an end. So all at once we have this, um, it's like uh it's like a fog in the distance where we don't know how exactly we're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. We don't know administratively how we're going to do it, how we're going to get new uh, permits and visas to live here. We don't know financially. That's one of the things that we're working on this month, but financially what it looks like, do we have enough money? Can we earn enough money, et cetera? And um, we can, we can see the, we can see the deadline sort of getting closer. So it's sort of our, the end of the end of like our first term. And I think at this point, we're all pretty well persuaded that God wants us to remain here. And so we just want to be faithful in how it is that, how it is that we stay here. If, if he doesn't want to keep us here and wants us to do other things that we would hear his voice, but if it's clear that he wants us to stay here. And from our perspective at this point, it is, the work is really just getting started. Um, so I think we're all, we're all in pretty close agreement that that's what's going on. Um, but then how, how do we participate? Like, what do we wait for God to do and how do we participate in what he's doing here? And that really is kind of the story for our whole mission. Like we know what God has sent us here to do. How is it that we participate faithfully and do what he has called us to do? Like specifically, how do we spend our time and our days while also following the spirit? And that's, uh, I guess that that's more or less the story of the Christian life, right? Pretty much. I remember that part in the Pilgrim's Progress. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Well, guys, this is a lot. Uh, well, I was going to say a lot more fun, but I mean, it's about Ooh. as fun as I expected. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us for the first time yes. on the podcast. You're this welcome. the first time. <laughs> no problem, Jacob. Yes, of course. Uh, thank you guys so much. And thank you at home so much for listening. Yes. We, Hi, mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> I had to. Yes, at least once. <laughs> yeah. uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. 
Um, and God bless the rest of your day and your week and your life and your and year. year. And your year. Later. God bless. Thank you for listening to Word First Radio. Be sure to like, subscribe, and check us out online at wordfirst.us. Yeah!